Welcome back to the second season of Multiclass Theater, the role-playing podcast with class and plenty of couch gags still in the tank. Multiclass Theater uses Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition by Wizards of the Coast and contains adult language, fantasy violence, pop culture references, and terrible fake accents. If those don't bother you, then settle in and enjoy the show. Last time. The orc loremaster Gramak pointed our heroes at a secret entrance into the keep guarding the red fields, much to the chagrin of Rotan, who would have preferred a straight fight to all this sneaking around. The secret entrance lay within a suitably creepy cave, filled with floating skull gatekeepers, weird horned horsey things, there's probably a word for that, and animated bronze statues. Animated as in come alive and try to smash us, not the cartoony kind. And deep within the cave is an ominous purple light, periodically projecting perilous... uh... lightning bolts, damn, along the descending spiral ramp. All of these hazards, it seems, are the work of the wizard Anlin, an ally of Sir Percival, and therefore certainly a dick. Let's see what else awaits our heroes on Multiclass Theater. When last we left our intrepid adventurers, you had barely survived the four-sword-wielding statue of Sir Percival. Rotan is looking a little beat up, if I recall correctly, though I think he was about to get healed. He did get healed. Not much. I, I'm going to retcon that slightly. He will still be healed, but differently. She's going to use the Chalice of Healing instead. Wait, we have an item called a Chalice of Healing? We do. Technically, it is called the Chalice of the Everlasting Bond. And it's mine, not ours. It's all mine. <laughs> That's why it's not on your list. That's why it's not in my bag of holding. It's not in the bag of holding. Yeah. <laughs> Though you will need water to use this item. Mr. Cat, can I can I have some water? Yeah, he pulls the cork on the jug of alchemy and uh, just starts dumping water into the chalice. Say when. Just pour it in its full. What? Silway just lets it overflow. This is kind of amusing to her. It is overflowing and falling on the ground. Now, the gem on the ins- on the outside of the cup has started to glow a brilliant blue, and the liquid inside the chalice has turned a shimmering red. Rotan, drink this mysterious liquid. All right. <laughs> Go for it, Dumbledore. And she hands him this chalice of mysterious liquid to drink. Uh, okay. I drink it. What happens? It is a cure wound spell but cast as if it was at 6th level. 6th level? Holy crap. God damn. I don't recall it being that powerful. I told you I, I, I zhuzhed it a little bit. Okay. Yeah, you totally zhuzhed it. I did zhuzh it. But it's only used, you can only use it once a day. So That was true before as well, but I swear it was like a it was like a 1st level or 2nd level. No, yeah, it was <laughs> much weaker. So, uh, Rotan, I don't even know what that is. That's probably a lot. You probably may even be up to full health, but... 68, I believe. Cool. I'm game for that. 21. How odd. It tastes like menthol. And grapes. Well, that makes sense. It is Sheila's chalice. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Technically, no. It was Ermin's chalice. Ermin and Barbara. Sheila, get out of here. Sheila, <laughs> you're not in this scene. Go. You are standing in front of the broken bronze statue. The passage continues in front of you, spiraling ever downward and ever to the left. Well, apparently this is the less guarded entrance to the keep. That's kind of scary, actually. Forward ho! You continue your progress down the sloping path. It bends about 45 degrees from where you are. As you follow the curve down ever lower, when in the distance you see a door set in the wall on the right-hand side. A bronze plaque hangs upon it. I read the plaque. The plaque the plaque says, Archmage Anlen, please knock to enter. Should we knock? Does everyone here understand the concept of knocking on a door before going in it? Well, you all know my feelings on knocking. That's my point. Oh, so we're not going to knock then. All right. Wait, wait hold, hold on a second. Rotan opens the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rotan tries to open the door and, and it does not open. Hmm. Maybe I should check for traps. That's a good idea, Rotan. You should check for traps. Natural 20 to check for traps. Uh, you do not find any traps. Ha! Huh. There are no traps on this door. Well, that's good to know. So you all remember that Anlin is dead, right? He's been dead for a long time. Who? Anlin, the 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 archmage that this room supposedly is for. Or so we think. Dun dun dun. I mean, that's why it was okay that I took that painting back there, right? But that was not okay. You why was it not it. okay? I you don't understand. It. I do not understand why this is a problem for you. I don't steal things. Mist closes his eyes and slowly shakes his head. Right. Well, we're here to rescue your brother, not to slay the Archmage. Ah, but if he's evil, we can kill him. If he's evil and he's alive after 300 years, I don't want to fight him right now. Hmm. I don't think there's an if here. He's responsible for doing this to those poor shadow people out in the field? Fuck that guy. Wait, so you you, you really think he's alive? No. Didn't Gromak say we're, like, out of time or something like that? Oh, well, that's stupid time magic. Yes, he did say that. Are we 300 years old? Are we, did we go back in time? What is going on right now? I've never been 300 years old before. Maybe we should check out this room. Is there, like, a, a knob or a lock or something on this door? Uh, there is a knob. But it doesn't open? Not when Rotan tried to open it. Rotan knocks. Hello? You knock on the door... And it opens slowly, of its own accord. Ah, see? Maybe we should have tried the front entrance. Saved a lot of bother. As the door opens, a sconce on a wall on either side of the door spring to life, casting flickering shadows about the chamber. It is a well-appointed room, with a rug, a bed, a desk along one wall. And the most curious part... On the far wall is a fountain. Before the fountain is a table, on top of which is a silver bowl. 
on either side of the fountain, standing suspended in some sort of magical field, are two creatures. Not statue creatures, like creature creatures. Creature creatures. What kind of creatures? Well, you would have to enter the room to see further. Roton enters the room. Uh, nature check. Three. All right, uh, Mist and Silway actually give me an arcana check. Uh, three. Twelve. None of you know exactly what they are, though one of them looks like a small bipedal winged creature, and the other one looks like a small winged serpent. Not quite similar to the one you had seen before. This one has uh, two wings and four legs and looks less like a flying snake and more like a flying lizard. How big are they? They're small. They're maybe, I don't know, foot, foot and a half. Okay, good. So their CR isn't very high. But they're just suspended there doing nothing. Yeah, they're suspended, kind of just slowly spinning, but they're immobile. Anyone here? Hello? You don't get any response. Okay. So there's the, 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 the weird statue stuff and the bowl, and there's a desk. There is a desk, a bed, uh, bookshelves, and a uh, chest, and the, the fountain on the other side of the bowl. This is very strange. What is this the living quarters? Shouldn't this be inside the keep and not in the secret passageway leading to the keep? Oh, guys. What is it, Trevor? I, I I think I know what these things are. Oh, the books. No, well, no. Um, the the floaty creature things. Oh, what are they, Trevor? I remember my mother used to tell me stories. Um, and and one of the stories there was this wizard, and the wizard lived in a very tall tower, and he was, well, but he had. He had these two creatures that lived with him. Well, there was one who lived with him, and then one that was kind of that other creature's enemy, and then they fought. But eventually, they kind of became friends, and then they had a picnic, and... Okay, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted again. Um, But I, I think this one on the right, that, that looks like the lizard, is a pseudo-dragon. And then that one over there looks like an imp. Oh. <gasps> A pseudo-dragon, you say? Yeah. I mean, but there haven't been dragons for, like, I don't know, years. I thought they were extinct. Ah, and here I was thinking I wouldn't get to fight a dragon. Pseudo-dragon, buddy. Pseudo means false. That's good enough. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a dragon. In the story, the dragon was a, was a good guy. So I don't know if they all are. Why would we fight them anyways? They're just... They're stuck over there. Let's let's just not disturb them. Ah. Perhaps they are replicas of the real thing somewhere. Either way, they're not attacking us, so there's no reason to fight them. Hmm. Rotan demures. <laughs> yeah, Silway's gonna start investigating the room. She just wants to, like, look around and poke at the bed and poke at the chest and poke at the whatever and see what's going on in here while checking for traps. Okay, but where's Silway going to look first? Uh, I think the chest... I think it looks like it might have stuff in it. <laughs> and I took a painting. <laughs> I didn't say she was taking it. I said she's looking at it. Well, I'm going to look at the painting. 
Okay, uh, it is a chest. It appears to be locked. She's gonna try to unlock the chest. Not a thief. <laughs> Not a thief. I rolled a 16 for for unlocking the chest. The lock pops open. Sybil looks very pleased with herself. She doesn't usually succeed on these checks. No, I believe this is the first time you've ever successfully picked a lock. Yep. I think she she looks over at Trevor with a grin like, yeah, I'm a master lock picker. Should you be doing that, Silway? I'm looking to see what's in this chest. But it was locked. Well, yes. The door was closed, too, but we opened it. Well, it told us to knock, and we know that this person is evil. How do you know he's evil? It's so obvious. Have you never read a book in your life? Not these kinds of books. I'm actually with Rotan on this one. (laughs) I just do not understand why you are okay with opening locked things, but not okay with taking a painting from an evil person. Because there's a difference between looking and getting information and actually taking things that belong to other people. Uh, I suppose technically it's breaking and entering, yes. Ah, yes. Breaking and entering is a harmless crime. You can go into places and... (laughs) (laughs) I think Mist would probably agree with Silway on that one. Yeah, I think we're the the, the cat (laughs) and I are allied here. A harmless crime? (laughs) A harmless crime, yes. It's illegal but not harmful. That is very possible. Silway... I am shocked. Are you saying you think it's okay to break the law so long as you don't think it harms anyone? Rotan, how is this so hard to understand? You do things that are illegal all the time. Like what? Like how? You burned down the entire brotherhood that was against the law. Oh, well, they were evil. So it's okay when they're evil? Yes. Who decides they're evil? Well, uh, I do. Well, that's convenient. Uh, no, it's, uh, well, if they're not evil, then there's not much you can do about it, is it? Well then, so you, by your own judgment, this man that we're looking in his room is evil. You said that earlier, right? Yes. He has all the warning signs of an evil person. So we are fully justified in ransacking his room and taking all the stuff. Ah, uh, but only if we think he's evil, yes. So you think he's evil? I do. Well, then we're good, because you're the decider of evil. But you don't think he's evil. But it doesn't matter, Rotan, because you decided he's evil. I'm not sure if he's evil. I don't know. Well, then why are you breaking into his chest? I'm investigating. I'm gathering information. You can't give the information back, can you? And it's it's never taken away. So you're a thief. Wait, that, that does what? That doesn't make any sense. You're gathering information against people, against against this evil person's wishes. But he still has the information. I have not taken it from him. You have. How could you take it if he still has it? You you don't have it, and then you have it. That is technically taking it. Anything I have that I didn't have before, I have stolen? Yes. Unless you have uh, bartered for it in a favorable fashion... Or, or if it has been given to you uh, with free will, or the person is evil, then it is also okay. I don't see what's so hard to understand about this. This conversation has gotten very esoteric. Okay, you're sifting through the trunk, and it's mostly filled with clothing. Uh, robes, uh, some trousers, a couple pairs of slippers. But as you're 
rifling through this wizard's underwear, you find a potion that's wrapped up in a cloth and then a small silver, what looks like an ear cuff. What is, what is that? An ear cuff is literally, it's like an earring, but it goes on top of your ear. All right. Well, then she'll undo the, the cloth around the potion just to inspect it a little more and see what kind of potion it might be. Uh, are you going to take a sip of it? Uh, so you just look at it first and see what it looks like. It is blue, like sparkling blue, like the sun reflecting off the ocean blue. Ooh, pity. Mist, what does a blue potion mean? I don't know. Mana regen? I'll, I'll show it to him. See if you want to, like, see if you can recognize it or something. Do you, me, do you want me to roll on that one to determine what it is, or? You can do an uh, arcana check. Or, or Mist can touch, can, as the rules say, touch a little bit of it to his tongue. You can do that, too. Yeah, I think, I think she'll let Mist do that. Uh, you touch a bit of this potion to the tip of your tongue, and then suddenly it feels like your tongue is water and sloshing around your mouth. Ew. Dude, I think it's LSD. (laughs) He can shape himself now. (laughs) It is a potion of aqueous form, which means you literally, by drinking it, would turn into a liquid. Like a water elemental kind of? I still have sentience and ability to... Yeah, okay. How does shape water interact with that? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, The interesting thing about it is when you use it, you can't attack or cast spells, but you're more or less invulnerable like you're resistant to just about every attack and but you could do things like you could seep through small cracks you can do anything a liquid would do but you can't cast spells so you can't shape water you cannot cast spells when you're no 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 no. you drink it and i cast shape water oh yeah good luck getting silly to drink that guys the time she's right now Mist speak english i mean common that is English. I'll t- tell you what. Why don't you hold on to that potion? You can just keep that. This is why I don't try potions that aren't handed to me by my friends. Friends don't let friends try strange potions. Mist, what are you doing during all this? I'm checking out this fountain. Is it just a normal, just like a ostentatious water feature? Okay, Mist, you approach the fountain, and as you get close to it, a magic mouth appears on the wall behind the fountain. Step right up, step right up, try your luck in the fountain of mystery. Fortune awaits, but beware. One person's gift is another's curse. What the hell is that thing? Miss, Miss, what are you doing? Are you googling what the the fountain is? (laughs) I'm keeping notes of what happens in our adventure. (laughs) Uh, I tentatively poke a paw in, in in the way that cats kind of like pull back a couple times before giving the slightest tap. Okay, you tap your paw into the water and it ripples, but nothing happens. 
I think it's broken. That's probably a good thing. I don't think I would not trust that thing. You could try an arcana or investigation check, should you choose. Sure, I have ranks in none of those. Uh, 14. Okay, by looking at the setup, you believe that the bowl is put there uh, as a vessel for the water. So you're surmising that you probably have to drink it. Yeah, probably not the weirdest thing I've put in my mouth so far today. Gross. Um, I will fill the bowl and start lapping up from it. Okay, I would like you to roll a 20-sided, please. Nine? The mouth on the wall says, Hungry, hungry hippo! What the hell does that mean? That means, mist. going forward, forevermore, you heal twice as fast, but you require twice as much food. So, I'm a cat, more so. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. But does he, he doesn't know this right now, does he? No, you, you, you do. You feel like, you just immediately feel hungry. So does heal twice as fast mean double, like, whatever healing is done? Well, it means that when he rests, he gets double healing. Okay, just resting, not magic healing. Just resting, not magical. But when you rest, you get double healing. Did that thing just say hungry, hungry hippos? No, it said hungry, hungry hippo, singular. I do not think I know what a hippo is. Surprising no one. Hmm. I'm not sure I do either. Um, oh, that, that looks like <laughs> fun. I think I'd like to try. Here you go, buddy. Uh, this holds out the bowl. <laughs> Trevor takes it. He dips it in the water. The mouth on the wall says, Eyes of the Eagle! And Trevor turns around to look at you, Mist, and he starts squinting. Um, Mist! You you look all blurry! Oh no! Oh no! And then, and oh, then, no. and then, he, then he turns around, and he looks at the desk, and he starts reading off one of the papers that are on the desk. Yes. Oh, this is really weird. I can't see him, but I can read that paper across the room, like, perfectly. Oh, that is so useful. Um, not really. <laughs> but if you're, 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 a, you're a spy and a scout, right? That sounds really useful. Um, I guess. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, okay, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. Stay right there and, and tell me when I come into focus. And I'm going to start slowly walking away from it. Okay, you get to the other end of the room. Okay, I can see you now. H how far is this? Probably 30 to 40 feet. That's cool. So we seem to get Trevor some reading glasses. And also a bow, because he's not going to be able to stab for shit if anything gets up close to him. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So you both drank from the same potion, but you had different effects? Yeah, did you hear the voice say something about Fountain of Mystery? Yes. But nothing else it said makes any difference to me. Or any sense to me. That's what I mean. <laughs> you see Trevor is over, uh, like, he's kind of feeling his way over towards uh, the pillar that the dragon creature is floating in. And then once he gets there, he's just kind of leaning against it. Silway walks up to Trevor and, like, waves her hand in front of his face to, like, see how responsive he is. Ah, uh, where, where'd you come from? He squints at you. Is that... 
all I see are like gray points. Is that you, Silway? You want to see gray? Hold on, hold on a second. And she like gets up right in front of him, like puts her face right in front of his face and stares into his eyes. It's all blurry. You're just some big blurry mess. This oh, this be, is awful. This is oh. going to be problematic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I don't want this. <laughs> hmm. It, it doesn't seem 100% safe. I mean, my eyes are fine. Hmm. I feel a little peckish, but like... What What happened to you, Mist? What did you feel? Oh, I feel normal. A little peckish, but that's it. Hmm. Interesting. Are you a hippo? Are you a hungry hippo? Do I look like a fucking hippo? I don't know what a hippo is. Is that a kind of cat? I am not a... This, this hippo, but I am a hero, and I wouldn't be very heroic if I didn't take some of this water from this evil man. <laughs> if I didn't drink the evil man's water, I wouldn't be a hero. <laughs> I'll show him. <laughs> uh, so Rotan's going to drink uh, from the bowl. Okay, uh, roll a d20. Ten. He bursts into flames. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is almost not fair. Well, not fair, but it's almost like not as much fun as it would be on somebody else. Well, you're the you're the DM. I know, but <laughs> I don't know what though. the list looks like. I know, fair is fair. You rolled a ten. <laughs> I mean, I could just re-roll it. That's a six. <laughs> okay, no, we'll go with six. <laughs> and the mouth says, Frogger. Fur auger. Rotan, your neck feels weird. <laughs> and you kind of reach up and this you tap breathing. the side of your neck and you have gills. <laughs> ah! Rotan has gills? There's something on my neck. Wait, can I breathe normally? <laughs> Yes, you can okay. breathe normally. Oh, phew. You are, no. Rotan submerges his head in the bowl. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, okay, you submerge your, your, your no, head no, into I the... No, I don't. Like, I can, okay. I can breathe, I don't. But you are now amphibious. Huh. What? All right, Sylvia throws up her hands. I'm out, I'm out. There's something on the side <laughs> of my neck. Now I need to know what 10 was. Yeah, what it was 10... Well, it, it depends if Silway's going to. I mean, she, you're, she's kind of scared off at this point. Trevor's blind and Rotown's got gills. <laughs> Trevor's not blind. He's close. I mean, up close he is. Hey, hey Trevor, maybe if you take another drink, uh, it'll, uh, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll reverse the effect. Oh, you think so? He's worth trying. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, Okay. Trevor takes another drink and raises his head and looks around and says, No, everything's still blurry. The water tasted good, though. It's very refreshing. Mm, guess it's a one-shot deal. No doubling up on powers. Are these powers or are these curses? I mean, I, I got nothing. That I know of. But you're apparently a hippo. I'm not a... <laughs> Whatever a hippo is. Well, then a hippo is a slightly hungry cat. That's what I figured. It's huh. some, sort of, some sort of cat. I did not know that. That was sarcasm. 
because apparently I have to say it when I do it. So, so can anyone tell me what what happened to me? Rotan, what? You had there's there's these what? slits on the side of your neck. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. They don't come off. He's like pulling. Ow. Yeah, I was gonna say that hurts a little bit. You're even weirder than you were before. Ew. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I. This is. This is stupid. Agreed. <laughs> you see Trevor take out his club and swing at the pillar <laughs> in front of him. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Why are you doing that? And he hits it. He hits it hard. Oh, go Trevor. And the pillar shatters. You see the field flicker, and the dragon-type creature slowly start to move and unfurl. Oh my god, it's moving. Ah. What? What What happened? Groton readies his warhammers. Trevor, you woke up the dragon thing. Oh no! And you see the dragon thing floats down to Trevor and lands on his arm and then walks up to his shoulder and stares at the rest of you. Oh, what's it doing? What's it doing? I think it likes you. Oh, no, that's not good. It's gonna eat me. Uh, hi there. Hello, pseudo-dragon. Be you fiend or foe? Wait, friend or foe? (laughs) Give him a chance to be on our side. Silway, you get an image in your mind. It's sort of like a field. And the sun on flowers and the heat of a warm summer's day. And it feels good. It feels very almost idyllic. She stares at the little dragon on Trevor's shoulder. Are you doing that? It blinks at you. Do you talk? What's going on? I'm going to try speaking to it in draconic, which is one of my languages. Uh, Sprechenzi dragon? It turns its head to you, Mist, and looks at you. And then tilts it, its head sideways. Oh. And then you see, in your mind, you see the image of of a child hugging his mother. And it feels you, it fills you with the this warm sense of family and hope. Roton uh, says in Draconian, uh, How do you all speak dragon? Hello! <laughs> you don't? I speak more useful languages. Roton learned it in finishing school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the dragon turns its head to you, and it bows its head to you, Roton. Oh, hello! Ah, so uh, you can understand us. Is that correct? It bows its head and nods again. Ah, but you cannot speak to us directly. It nods again. Very interesting. We're trying to figure out what exactly is going on here. Are we 300 years old? Here's a better question. What were you doing inside that fountain? How did you get there? In your mind, Silway, you see the image of a wizard in a dark robe coming towards you 
casting an incantation. And suddenly everything goes black. You are captured by a wizard. It nods at you. Is this Anlin fellow evil? You see an image in your mind, Rotan, of darkening skies, lightning flashes, thunder, rolls, and you see people being driven under the lash through the tree line that you entered and into these barren fields. There is no rich forest surrounding the fields, but there is a keep in the distance, and it looks like it was freshly constructed. On top of the, one of the hillocks, you see the same wizard you've seen from the paintings. Is he sort of surveying what's going on? Is he directing it? He's directing it. Like, the wind is howling, his beard is whipping in the wind... He has a staff in one hand, and he's gesturing with the other hand. Ah, yes, ah, thank you. That, that settles things to my satisfaction. Wait, what happened? What did you see? Rotan's gonna turn around and start smashing up the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Rotan, what are you doing? Ha <laughs> ha, take that, evil wizard. Oh, this guy is very bad. Silway, very bad indeed. All right, so Rotan smashes the desk into little pieces. We should have no qualms about uh, looking inside this person's chests. He's <laughs> <laughs> just smashing and smashing. Then he starts on the chair. <laughs> Hell with it. I, I turn to the other pillar and cast Eldritch Blast. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> so you want new buddy. <laughs> The column shatters, and much like the dragon, the imp slowly begins to move. And it's sitting, it's sort of floating in the air, but slowly falling down to the ground. I will go over to it, make sure it doesn't land too hard. You catch it, and it sits in your hands and stares up at you. There's a very wary expression on its face. Well, hi there. Do you, uh, have a name? I was asking. Oh, this one speaks. I'm Mist on the River. Mist on the River? What kind of devil name is that? Uh, not a devil, just a Tabashi. Hmm, I don't know. Most cats I know are kind of devils. Well, okay, <laughs> you're not wrong there. Devil? Don't, don't worry about him. How evil does this thing look? Very evil. Mist is holding a small demon, Rotan. How do you feel about that? <laughs> pretty pretty much. It's red. It's got a, a long tail, red wings. Ah, Mist. I would put that down and back away very slowly. When it gets a sight of Rotan, it hisses. <sighs> yes, yes, yes. Ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> Hey, hey, don't mind him. And I start stroking the back of its head. <laughs> it speaks your language, Hissick. <laughs> what, what are you doing? I'm not a cat. Mist, I'm pretty... I am... I am... Really, really, really sure that that thing is very, very bad. Detect good and evil. I detect good and evil. <laughs> it is very evil. Hey, hey now, Rotan. Look. The evil wizard imprisoned this guy. So 
How can he be evil? Evil people don't imprison evil people. They're all evil. They all work together. So if he was imprisoned by an evil person, he must be good. Uh, but, um, it, uh... Shut up. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> huh. You can't spell friend without fiend. I don't know what... Hmm. So what you're saying is... If an evil person put this evil thing in prison then it's okay for for it to be free I rescued a prisoner isn't that good yes yes I suppose it is yes interesting it's not all that different I suppose from it being okay to kill a person who kills other people yes hmm no, this is a complete failure of magic, and I will not tolerate it. <laughs> Hello, fiend. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Wouldn't you like to know? I think I will permit your continued existence in my presence for the time being, but you'd better watch it. The imp looks up at you, Mist, and says, Huh, who does this guy think he is? Aw, oh, don't you worry about him. I love it. The first time Rotan encounters a genuinely evil creature, he's like, ooh, I can tolerate this. <laughs> Mist made a compelling argument. What can no, I say? No, he didn't. That was a terrible, terrible <laughs> argument. No, I made, a, I made a compelling argument to Rotan. You did. Yes, <laughs> yes. apparently. Silway made a compelling argument to Mist. <laughs> so, uh, how, how'd you end up here? Oh, you know, that, that sort of, uh, that, uh, the jackass imprisoned me. He was doing some sort of experiments, and he kind of, I don't know, he froze me, and he froze Goody Two-Shoes over there. And you look over, and the dragon is glaring at the imp. Oh, it's going to be that side of the relationship, huh? Okay. So you are, you are free to go now. You can, you can go, you evil imp-looking thing. You can, you can leave now. I, you know, I don't know there. I think I may want to hang around. You look like you get into some trouble. You get some good loot, you kill some people. I could be down for that. You want to help us kill things? Sure. But not kill us. Well, you know. Eh, alright. Maybe you're useful. But only other evil things. It's a demon, Rotan. It's going to kill whatever it feels like. Well, that's not acceptable. With pets, you've got to lay down some ground rules. <laughs> Point of order, I'm not a demon. I, I, uh, hey, pal, you got, um, you got any food? I'm, I'm, like, famished. Yeah, I could eat, too. I hear, I hear dragons taste excellent. No, we're not doing that. I kind of would like to see them fight. That sounds entertaining. No, I don't want to see that. I'm in the middle. That doesn't seem like the right thing to do. Not the right thing to do would be to go finish what we came here to do, which is rescue your brother. That's very true. We did come here with a purpose, and we have gotten off of that purpose. I think I will go uh, see if I can find my brother. You two see if you can uh, extract any more information from our demon friend there. Nope, we're not splitting the party. We're not doing party splitting. Rotan goes for the door. The last time we did this, you almost died. Wow, he really is a few violins short of a quartet. 
You get used to it after a while. Short of a quartet. <laughs> He's very determined. So, uh, Mist, the imp rises up, launches himself into the air, and then, with a poof, he vanishes. And you hear, like, kind of whispered or said next to your ear, Yeah, I'm still here. I just, you know, it's easier this way. Do you have a name? Eh, I probably had one once, but I kind of forgot. So, you know, feel free. Mr. Mephistopheles? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I have one in, like, my own language, but you couldn't pronounce it. So, you know, you come up with something. Please do not do Mr. Mesostopheles. <laughs> <laughs> I have narrowed the list down to three names for the imp. Tingles, Jub-Jub, or Patience. I vote Tingles. I think the imp would hate that name so much. That's that's. I wanted. Him, I want to give him a name that he's going to absolutely <laughs> hate. Yeah. Like, yay, familiar. But I also want to, knowing that he's going to be an imp and therefore an asshole, I want to, like earn it <laughs> I want to be like well good hey everyone thanks for listening to yet another episode of multi-class theater if you're still with us then we must be doing something right or we're a glorious train wreck either way we'd love to hear from you Please leave us ratings and reviews wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps us find new listeners, it gives us warm fuzzies, and it gives us a chance to induct you into our mutual appreciation society where you can join new members like Caffeine Please on Apple Podcasts. Knowing that our show brings you joy brings us joy too. Thank you so much for your support. Now you all might be able to sense that things are coming to a head in our story here. We only have a few more episodes left in the season. After our finale, we'll have another behind-the-curtain episode where we have a longer, out-of-character chat about what happened in this arc and answer any questions that you, our long-suffering listeners, want to throw at us. You can leave us questions on our Twitter feed, at MCTPod, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash multiclasstheater, or in probably other places that I don't know about because I suck at social media. I think we have Instagram? At any rate, if you really like us, you can donate to our cause at patreon.com slash multiclasstheater and get access to bonus episodes and other content. But our show is and will always be free to listen to, because we just like playing that much. And also legal reasons. And since we like playing so much, let's go ahead and get back to the show. Rotan. You exit the room and find yourself once again on the sloping passage. You start walking forward and you don't get too far from the door when you see up ahead, standing in the center of the path, is another statue. The statue is also in bronze, but unlike the first statue, it is the statue of a small halfling in a cloak and carrying a wooden staff. Ah. Oh. I check it for traps. You are going to go up to it and check it for traps? No, I check it from a distance. You don't perceive that it is trapped from the, uh, I guess, 100 feet or whatever the limit of your dark vision is. Are you sure? I rolled a 14. From from 100 feet, uh, you're pretty confident there are no traps. Ah, 
I am pretty confident that this is not a trap. Uh, <laughs> so Roton <laughs> will keep walking forward. Okay, you are all in the hallway. Trevor is struggling behind you. He's literally walking with his arms out in front of him. Silway will groan and take one of his hands. You help him out of the room, and he enters the passage, and he looks down towards where Rotan went. Oh, Rotan, look out! Yes, it's a big, scary statue. I see it. And you see the statue come to life as Rotan gets close to it. Ha! As I suspected. Shocked and amazed. Be ye fiend or foe. Rotan, I would like you to make a constitution saving throw. Ha-ha! Fifteen. Rotan, you hear a loud boom as the statue comes to life, and you feel a force wave pass over you, but it does not move you. You stand your ground. Ah, foe then! I attack it. Rotan waits for no DM. Rotan, you take six points of damage. Ah. When the, the wave passes over you. And everybody up top, you hear a loud, uh, the loud crash of thunder. Damn it, Rotan. And Silly runs up to help him. You're not, you can run up, but you're not going to get there this round. Rotan, did you roll to see if you hit? I vow enmity against you. Does a 19 hit you, foe? Yes, that will hit. Ah, 11. 11 points of damage? 11 points of damage with the first. I crit with my offhand. 13. Ha ha! And I crit again. Wow, go Rotan. I fought statues before. And that's another 13. Alright, so 26. 26 plus uh, 11. Okay, it is going to get another attack on you, and then next round we will roll for initiative. Rotan's just using, like, the recoil from when his hammer's hit to hit, like, another part of the creature. So, And every time he hits, it makes a bonging noise, because it's made of bronze. Okay, you are standing there, uh, following your uh, hitting the statue several times, when plants begin to grow beneath your feet. The vines try to snake up your legs and grab your arms to restrain you, but you're able to pull away and snap them. Ha! Huh. You can't stop Rotan with plants! There's plants growing in this stone hallway? Really? You are all now within range and can attack, so let us all roll initiative. Trevor is not rolling because he can watch it, but only from a distance. Ten. Nine. The statue is going first. And it is going to swing at Rotan. It hits you once with its quarterstaff, Rotan. Hard. Right in the side of the head. Cool. Well, if that's all it does on its turn, I guess guess I'm okay. Uh, For 18 points of damage. What? (laughs) It's a strong halfling. That's a fake quarterstaff. (laughs) Well, the quarterstaff is also made of bronze. It is a statue. I'm totally picturing, like, a short halfling jumping up in the air and whacking Rotan <laughs> on top of the head with a bronze stick. The statue itself may be a little bit taller than what a typical halfling would be. It's probably more dwarf size, but has the proportions of a halfling. 
Okay, that brings us to Mist. Huh, the sounds of those bells tells me that it's time for Eldritch Blast. Uh, <clears throat> well, the good news is, is that one of these is a 24 for 14, uh, uh, yeah, 14 damage. The bad news is that the other one is a natural one. Uh, you know, many episodes ago, I should have started tallying up how much damage Rotan takes <laughs> from his own party. <laughs> <laughs> Rotan, I am going to give you a... I'm going to give you a dexterity check. At disadvantage, because you are in the viney ground. 22. Despite the plant growth all around you, you, out of the corner of your eye, see Miss Eldridge Bolt coming straight forward, and you're able to turn just out of the way, and it sails past you. Would you, would you stop that? <laughs> You want to solo this one? And that brings us to Silway. Rotan is the one in the silver armor, not the the gold or bronze armor. You are not one to talk. <laughs> she ignores him and runs up. Actually, first, she's going to take two of her daggers and hand them to, to Trevor. Here, you should learn to use these, maybe. And then she runs up to the statue. <laughs> uh, Trevor just looks at the daggers. It's like... It's like putting your kid behind the wheel of a car and saying, Son, it's time you learn to drive. Good luck. He's got high decks. He'll be fine. They're knives. Okay, so wait. Uh, you run up close to the statue, and you see that there is, in front of the statue, a 20-foot square patch of vines, which are snaking about the floor. Miss, did you use that stupid staff again? No, I shot at the thing. Where did these vines come from? If I had to guess, um, magic. Thank you, that was very helpful. I try. Yeah, she'll she'll go through the vines. <laughs> Assuming the statue's, like, surrounded by them. Then I need a strength saving throw. Ooh, 18. You step into the vine patch, and they start whipping and snapping at you in an attempt to restrain you. But you're able to fight your way through and get up to the statue. She's definitely like slashing at them like a machete through a jungle with her daggers as she makes her way to Rotan. And then once she gets to the, gets to the statue, she'll try to like circle behind it like a rogue does and then stab at it. And fails, I assume. Uh, well, no. 15. Uh, 15 misses. And then an offhand. Also 15. Also a miss. Silway is being unhelpful. And that brings us to Rotan. I uppercut uh, 20. That will hit. For uh, 11 points of damage. I lower cut. That is a 13. That will not hit. I middle cut. That's a 20. That will also hit. Another uh, 8 points of damage. You see the statue which has been wielding the quarterstaff two-handed, suddenly shifts the quarterstaff to one hand. And then in the other hand, a magic curved blade appears in it. Oh, we should run. So, missed. Eldritch Blast! Silway ducks. Rotan ducks. I will cast off, uh, kind of spin around, drop my crossbow behind me, and yell, Trevor! Ranged weapon! 
and then turn around and then with the Eldritch Blast. Uh, does a 14 hit? No, 14 will not hit. Then I misjudged my timing with the spinning around and my shots go wild. Yes, you, you're trying to look too cool. You turn around and double guns, but yeah, you're not quite all the way around, so it ricochets off the wall and goes careening down the passage. So that brings us to Silway. Continue the assault. She's slashing at a bronze statue with daggers because that is effective. Uh, 19. That will hit. And sneak attack. 11 damage. Rotan. I attack. Oh, how does a 20? Well, that will hit. 11 points of damage. Offhand. Ba-bam. 14. That will not hit. Yeah, justice fails me again. Truth! 21. Truth is in your favor. Ah, that is six damage. So Trevor runs down, and it takes him the entire round. But he does find the crossbow. And that brings us back to the statue. And it is going to swing at Rotan. The statue whirls at you, Rotan, with quarterstaff and sword. Ha! But you are able to parry them away. No statue can dual wield like Rotan! And that will bring us to Mist. Alright. No fancy shit. Just blasting. I duck. Uh, there's a 19 and a 27 to hit. Those will both hit. That is 19 force damage total. Yeah, that was much better, that chief. Maybe keep the eyes forward and not worry about the blind one. Quiet, Tingles, unless you want to help. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> when is when is Tingles going to say, Hey, I'm walking here! <laughs> <laughs> Give him time. Silway. Another attack. She's just slashing at it from behind while Rotan's got its attention in the front. Uh, 17. That will hit. 15 damage. I missed my Shadow Blade already. That should be my standard attack from now on. Okay, now the moment we've all been waiting for. Trevor is going to fire the crossbow. Oh no, I duck. Go Trevor, go. Trevor fires the crossbow, and his bolt is true. It hits the statue square in the shoulder for 13 points of damage. Go Trevor, go. Rotan. Ah, I go for the jugular. 15. Wait, 16. Either will miss. It doesn't have a jugular. Ah, <laughs> uh, my offhand. Ah, uh, 23. That will hit. Nine damage from Rotom. And then I'm gonna smite with this last one. It had one hit point left, so you obliterate it. Feel free to describe this. Because Rotom smites... His hammer, like, glows a little bit, and he hits it right in the chest, and it actually sinks in, and the brass melts a little bit, and then the creature, like, collapses. Ha-ha! Yay! Nice hit, Rotan! We're getting good at this statue-destroying thing. Alright, next time we see a statue in the hallway, just shoot it before we even get near it. I think this is a good strategy, yes. 
Where did these vines come from? Did this thing cast a spell? Oh, the vines are gone. Where did those vines come from? I will reiterate. <laughs> magic. The statue had magic? Yeah, I don't see any signs of a spell trap, so... Magical statue. Uh, but, huh? Statues can't cast magic. Um, demonstrably false. What did... But did... Uh, I don't understand how magic works. She's, uh, she's not too bright, is she? See what I have to work with? I mean, you could, you know, you could kill them all. Find new people. <laughs> no. T- Tingles really needs to work on, on his uh, his gradual <laughs> temptation uh, strategy here. Alright, now all I'm picturing is, like, the leprechaun talking to Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> he told me to burn things! <laughs> when Miss starts saying things like, Tingles... You're my only friend. (laughs) Then we'll be in trouble. (laughs) Kill them all. Yeah, this is definitely this imp is definitely new to the whole temptation thing. So, yes, you are standing in the hallway by another, or in the middle of the passage by another broken statue. How long is this passageway? This this is the easy route in. Maybe we should have just taken the front door. You can look over the side and gauge how close you are to the bottom. Okay, how close to the bottom are we? You look over and you see you are... There is only one other level between you and the bottom. Can you remind me what's in the bottom? You look down into the bottom and you see in the center of the room, surrounded by various glass conduits and sort of machinery that you can't quite figure out what it's for is a giant purple crystal. Lightning flashes through these glass conduits and sparks off of the crystal in random directions at random intervals. But no statues? Not that you can see from where you are. Can we see any doors or other chambers off the sides of... It's tough to see directly across from where you are because the bright light flickering off of the lightning. Uh, But you don't seem to see any. Silway will go back to where Trevor's standing and make a point of taking back the two daggers she gave him. Um, okay, okay. You're better off with the crossbow, I think. I uh, kind of liked it. It It was easier than I thought it would be. Maybe Miss will let you keep the crossbow. He doesn't seem to use it. Okay, um, sh- should I ask him? No, just keep it. <laughs> okay. If he wants it back, he'll tell you. Oh, okay. Just don't tell Rotan. He'll think you're stealing it. Um. <laughs> he looks warily at the dragon that is still kind of curled up on his shoulder and slings the crossbow over his other shoulder and follows along. Is the dragon just, like, curled up in a ball like a cat? Yes. And its tail is, like, around the back of his shoulder and kind of drooping over the other side. Trevor looks kind of badass these days. He's kind of getting there. If he actually sticks around, I may have to actually give him a real voice when he finally becomes a man. I'm sure he'll stick around and become a true party member for all six seasons. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. At, at level six, his voice is going to drop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Silway. <laughs> Wouldn't it be more around, like, maybe level 11 to 13, ah, somewhere in that neighborhood? Ah, good one, yeah. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Puberty! 
Yes. A lot of time will pass, and Silway will meet up with him again, and Trevor will look like Gaston. Oh, Silway, I've got I've got this five dozen eggs here uh, <laughs> that I was I was hoping you'd share with me. I look forward to our archvillain of season six, which is Trevor and the massive dragon that he commands. Wow, that would be kind of cool. But no, um, get other plans. But you know, if you abuse him enough, oh, I can abuse him. You watch me abuse this poor kid. You are standing by the broken statue. Downward. Downward. Ho. I check for traps. So <laughs> I just letting him check the traps at this point. <laughs> I do not see any traps. He, he's like not even looking where he's going. Um, I he's don't see any traps and... either, but I can't see my toes. <laughs> you, can you see traps far away, Trevor? That seems very useful. Well, no, because I can't see very far. I mean, I can, but it's it, it turns and it gets dark. It's, you, you got eagle vision, but no dark vision. Uh, yeah. That's terrible. That fountain is terrible. I I kind of agree. Trevor, if you are, if you look down into that pit, do you see anything uh, with those eagle eyes of yours? I can try, Mr. Rotod, sir. I'm just Rotod. <laughs> oh God, that's bright! Uh, don't don't look at the lightning, Trevor. Um, there's some kind of weird uh uh I don't know tubes, and there's a couple big statues that look like they're holding up the ceiling, and uh, there's a big crystal. What are statues? Holding up the ceiling. What do you mean? Can you can you point them out? Um, they're kind of... And you see him, like, point to his left. They're kind of back underneath a little bit. Uh, like, literally holding up, uh, where, where, you know, the, the path. Do they look magical and alive? Like they're going to attack us? Uh, I don't know. Well, one way to find out. We're not going to turn around, so let's just keep going. How far is it to the ground floor from here? Maybe 150 feet at this oh, point. okay. So jumping's not an option. Uh, not if you want to survive, no. Not with 17 hit points. <laughs> 17 hit points? Yep. Oh my god. What do you think I've been doing? <laughs> not short resting, clearly. <laughs> this is what happens when your party does not include a healer. I tried lying on a bed, and then you guys were too interesting. I am perfectly happy to stop for an hour-long rest. Silway? I... I think I could use a moment to patch myself up. Yes. Ah. Yeah, Rotan, you're looking a little, uh... You're looking a little, uh... Not great there, buddy. Yes. Yes, it would be a shame if I died before I was able to rescue my brother. I mean, you got all this momentum going. Why, why stop now? The Yip has a point. No. Never. <laughs> a stiff breeze is going to knock Rotan over, and I'm, again, out of spell slots. Oh, right. You don't know how that works, because you don't understand magic. This is why magic is useless. Just just hit things with a stick. It's easier. Okay, I got an idea. How about she goes forward and she hits it with the stick, 
And then Tall Dark and uh, Dumb over there can, I don't know, follow up behind. And then you and I, we go get some pizza somewhere. What do you think? Uh, I like the pizza idea, but man, you're really bad at this. I do not know what this pizza is of which you speak. Oh, you are missing out. I, I, are you two going to rest? If you're going to rest, you might as well just do it. I don't see any immediate threats in front of us. Han, I've been rested for 300 years. I like you. <laughs> you seem fun. <laughs> you got no idea. This is already sitting down. Rotan's starting to patch himself up. So, um, so we're gonna, we're gonna sit down and, and rest here instead of back with the comfy bed. God, I hate saying this. The kid has a point. That way, if anything, like, comes up and down this hallway, we're not obvious to it. Ah. But if anything comes up and down this hallway, then we will not know. I don't need the rest. I can stand watch and look for anything that we can, you know, evildoers we can attack. I will rest here. Okay. Silway plops down on the ground and, and reaches into her backpack and pulls out a set of dice. And says, hey, Tinkles, Trevor, let's play a game. You see the imp pops into uh, existence. He oh, was boy. over uh, Miss Shoulder and flies over and sits down on the ground next to you. Silway, don't play dice with the devil. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. The cat is fronting me. Uh, I'm the house. I give you, eh, we'll call it seven to one odds. Seven to one? That's absurd. Five to one. All right, five to one. I agreed to nothing. <laughs> and so he throws dice with the devil for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what does she lose? Her soul, her socks. Mist, uh, during your short rest, you grow extremely hungry. Okay, this is unusual. I mean, I haven't been cast in that many Eldritch Blasts. What, what's going on? Oh, don't worry about him. Come on. It's your role. You know how sometimes you get hungry enough, I could eat a horse? I mean, for me, that is literally true. I feel like I could consume an entire equine if you put it in front of me at this moment. Do do cats not normally eat horses? Well, not all at once. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't have any spare horses to give you. <laughs> I didn't say I wanted to eat a horse. I said my hunger is such that I could consume the entire horse, and I am not being metaphorical about that. Do you, do you need extra rations? I have extra rations. In our passes... I'm feeling much better. Shall we go onward? Ho? Yes, please. I'm losing terribly to this thing. Ha! <laughs> he called her a hoe. That's awesome. You get used to it after a while. <laughs> Jeez. How much have you lost to the imp? <laughs> I really want to know. Should I roll and see how much how many gold pieces I lost? Are you playing yeah, for, go ahead. For, for copper pieces or something? Oh no, Silway doesn't go small. Oh, okay. <laughs> I rolled a four. We'll say four gold pieces. She's lost to this imp. You continue your way down the passage. The light around you is growing, growing brighter. With each lightning strike, you almost squint as the, the flashes are 
I don't know, nearly blinding at times. As the passage rounds what looks like it could be its final bend, you see standing in the middle of the passage another statue. This statue is of a man, nearly seven, perhaps eight feet tall. He's dressed in full plate armor. He has a longsword raised to the sky and a shield on his other arm. Do I recognize this statue? Rotan, you do recognize it. And you do too, Silway. Uh, You saw it at Quarter's End a very long time ago. This is a statue of the hero. Give me a history check, uh, all three of you. Dos. Nine. Eight. Wow. God, we suck. We were really dumb, guys. Nothing out of the ordinary about this statue. Okay, well, at least Trevor didn't know this time, so... I'm not from here. That's my excuse. And this is, like, weird foreigner history to me. You know, I heard about this guy in the old times. <laughs> I don't think he was, uh... Since you all failed your history checks, let me tell you about the history of this guy. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this. You know the hero, right? Not personally. Big, shiny asshole. Kind of like this guy over here, but like, you know, worshipped. Then he had a little friend. It was a little halfling kind of sidekick thing. And then there was this other guy who carried all these swords. Uh, They all traveled around together. Like a party. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what you call yourselves. That's what I'm told that this thing we're in is called in this language. It's a party. Doesn't make any sense, but that's what it is. Is she simple? This is not. This is my second language. Give me a break. Anyway. What about two uh, two fellows uh, holding up a ceiling? Does that ring any bells for you? No. Do you... Uh, have you seen them? No. I mean, I gotta, I gotta look at that kind of crystal thing down there. I think what you need to do is you need to run up to it and you need to just embrace it. Just give it a big kiss. Okay, so we're going to do the opposite of that. Oh, you're no fun. Maybe I should start hanging out with the girl. She seems a lot more fun than you are. A moment ago, you just called her dim. I didn't say she was smart. She's fun. Two don't have to be mutually exclusive. We'd probably get along well, actually. I kind of like this guy. Do those wings work? Can you fly? Yeah, I've been flying this whole time. Oh. Well, I guess that was not... Uh, I was not listening when that happened. Uh. <laughs> I'm flying right now. Why don't you go down there and, uh, and see what's up? How about you go down there, and I'll stay here. If I could fly, I would. Why don't you jump? Maybe you can. Why don't I throw you? You gotta find me first. Mist, where's your friend? <laughs> Alright, Tingles, Rotan... Do I want to cast Detect Evil and Good? (laughs) I really want you to find this thing and grab it and throw it. (laughs) What are you going to do? Throw me? Oh my god, what am I going to do? Oh, I fly. That's right. Well, perhaps... Perhaps we'll think of something. Don't strain yourself too hard. Oh, I won't. Don't you worry about Rotan. Why does he talk about himself in the third person? You know, I'm still trying to figure that one out. It's called the Hero Complex. Okay, so... This is a statue of the hero. Somebody throws a dagger at it. I know it's going to backfire on me, but I'm going to do it anyways. Okay. 16? The dagger flies straight at the statue. And at the last second, you see it raise its shield 
and the dagger hits the shield and bounces harmlessly away. Roll for initiative. See, I knew it was a lie. I knew it. I hope that wasn't a good dagger. No, I threw a bad one. (laughs) Nine initiative. Eleven. Uh, eight. You see the statue nod its head at you. It beats its chest once with its shield. You see it step forward and vanish. The next thing you know, Silway, it appears next to you. It swings at you twice, connecting both times. Ow. They are hard hits. Ow. One of it, one of which hits you in the arm, causing it to go numb briefly. You take 35 points of damage. Holy <laughs> shit. Ow. Silway! I'm glad we took a short rest. <laughs> and Rotan, it is your attack. Rotan's very tired of these matches. <laughs> this is going to be hard, but on Rotan's turn, he wants to try and push him off the ledge. It's between Silway and the wall. So you could try to pick it up and then, like, <laughs> carry it over and dump it over the edge. If Ro- Is this, like, a solid bronze statue he's trying to pick up? <laughs> it would be, yes. Good luck, Rotan. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, well, grapple check, which means we go strength, not strength, or do just... Athletics versus either dex- or acrobatics or athletics for the statue. Your choice. Uh, 16. You walk over to pick it up. You wrap your arms around the statue. You go to lift, and it doesn't budge. You're like... Ugh! Uh, nice try, Rotan. <laughs> Thank you, Silway. <laughs> Silway, take uh, it's your attack. Silway, almost as an involuntary reaction, casts Shadowblade, and you say we're in dim light. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah, I'd say it's dim. Alright, then she gets advantage on this attack. Sixteen plus something, so twenty-four. That will hit. Oh, for God's sake. That was even worse than a dagger. 12 damage. <laughs> I rolled double ones on my sneak attack. <laughs> so she makes a big deal of, like, this long blade extends out magically from her regular dagger and slashes at this thing and then barely manages to dent it. Just scrape its surface. Missed. Well, now we're charged up and ready. Um... First, I will use a bonus action to hex this sumbitch, give it disadvantage on strength checks, should Rotan ever try to lift it again. <laughs> and uh, we'll go ahead and do the old Eldritch Blast, except now we get the hex bonus when it hits. Does a 19 hit? 19 will hit. All right, so we have a total of 13 force damage and 10 necrotic damage. So, 16. It is Trevor's attack. Trevor is feeling empowered by his newfound skills with the crossbow. Ooh, and he hits. Trevor hits for 14 points of damage. Good shot, kid. Damn it. Trevor is better than me. This is not fair. Well, Trevor gets advantage with the crossbow, which helps. That's actually really helpful. He gets advantage with the crossbow? Well, yeah. He would get disadvantage on a melee attack, so it's... Oh. I mean, fair. That's, that's pretty sweet. 
Trevor's a total badass. <laughs> oh, because of the eagle eye thing. Duh, right. And the sneak attack thing helps. That's where it gets his damage bonus. Okay, that brings us back to the top. And this is where Silway takes 35 more points of damage and dies. Probably going to be me, given that I'm currently, like, hugging this thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, it is going to be you right now. Before he swings the sword at you, you see suddenly it glows. And then he swings at you, or turns it, and stabs it into your side for nine points of damage. Good thing we rested. And that brings us to Rotan. Rotan is going to attack. Big one, aren't you? That's a 24. That will hit. Uh, I will smite. (laughs) Double ones. And another one. Cool. Good use of uh, of a spell slot. Alright, so that's going to be a seven. Wow, I could not have rolled worse on that. <laughs> seven points of damage? Seven points of damage. Welcome to the club. Okay, Silway. Right. Silway's slashing at this thing with their shadow blade. One-handed, while the other hand hangs limply at her side. Twenty-seven to hit. That will hit. Sixteen damage. And then with bonus action, she will disengage and retreat out of melee range of this thing for the rest of the round. Missed. Eldritch Blast! Uh, does a 15 hit? No. No, 15 will not hit. Does the uh, does a 22 hit? Yes, 22 will hit. Uh, that'll be 7 uh, force and 3 necrotic, so 10 total. And Trevor's attack. Trevor misses for the first time. He fires a bolt wide. Poor Trevor. He was doing so good. Okay, the statue standing before you crosses its arms to its chest, folding the sword over top of the shield. Suddenly it begins to glow. And you see some of the dents caused by Rotan's hammer and Mist's Eldridge Blast or push out. This could be a long fight. Hey, wait a minute. Healing in combat? Is that a thing that we can do? Well, I can't do it anymore. (laughs) But we took a rest. You know, man, some of us just don't have a lot of short rest abilities. Uh, You know, (laughs) that's warlock privilege right there. I mean, I'm also halfway through my spells already, and I've cast one, so there's that. It's <laughs> a trade-off. Easy come, easy go. And that brings us back to Rotan. Let's try smiting again. Is this thing evil? No. Hope springs None eternal. of the statues are evil. Oh, they seem pretty evil. So that will be 20 points of damage coming at it. So you return those dents that it took out and add a few more on top. And Silway. She will dart back into melee range and slash at it for 25 damage, or 25 to hit. That will hit. There we go. 23 damage. And since she still has no offhand, disengage and dart back out of melee range. (laughs) She's a rogue, people. You don't want 30 more points of damage? Silway sprints in, takes a slice, a slash, runs back out. Ah, but who else is this thing gonna hit? I wonder. (laughs) Alright. 
missed. Eldritch Blast! Well, the 14 is going to miss, but the 26 ought to hit. It does. So that'll be 13 force and 6 necrotic for 19 total damage. Okay, and now it is Trevor, who will take another shot. Trevor hits it for 15 points of damage. Just pretty good, considering I rolled a 1 for his actual damage. It's only sneak attack, because that's why he's getting it. Oh, right. That is the rogue class in a nutshell. You do crap for damage unless you can sneak. Unless you have a tank. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) As long as the thing is fighting somebody that's not you, you're good. And it brings us back to the top. It is going to swing at Rotan. Do your worst. It hits you twice. That is pretty bad. Don't give it ideas, Rotan. Go after Silway, why don't you? Rotan, it hits you twice. Hard. A slash on one side of your body, and then a return slash backhand on the other side of your body. You take 33 points of damage. You see, I ha, knew that. It's not just me. I knew that because you said Rotan in the you got hit hard tone of voice. Yes, well. There goes the short rest. <laughs> How dead are you, Rotan? Uh, I am 100% not dead. And that brings us back to Rotan. What do I want to? What do I want to take out? Head's too high. I go for the legs. Sweep the legs, Johnny. Uh, eighteen. That will hit. Nine. And then offhand is gonna be twenty-three. That will hit as well. So that'll be another seven points. And then twenty-three again. That will hit for a third time. For another seven points. So what was that in total? Oh, I thought you were adding it up. <laughs> uh, probably like uh, 40 or 50 points of damage. I don't think it was that much. It's looking really bad. So Silway has a chance to end it as Mist gets his dice ready. Silway's feeling fancy. She's going to run up to this thing again, get back in melee range. Do that thing where you like she kind of climbs it a little bit using momentum, like some parkour movement going on here, and then slashes its neck with a shadow blade. Okay. For uh, 26 to hit. That will hit. And she hits it for... That's that's going to be a... I think it's a kill shot. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Plus six, 14 plus 6 plus 4. <laughs> so, Silway, describe this in full. It's a very badass move where she basically climbs the back of the statue using, you know, just her feet and then just slashes and decapitates it with a shadow blade and then pushes off its uh, its back and does a little backflip and lands in the superhero crouch. Okay, give me a dexterity check. Oh, come on. <laughs> Level the <to> three. <laughs> statues to cast down? Will Tingles the Imp be a liability? Will the party remember that they have cool new powers now, except Silway? And what the hell is that crystal? Find out next time on Multi-Class Theater.
Can I ask what uh what ten would have been that was so Well, see ten on one hand would have been absolutely perfect for Rotan. And that's but at the same time it's I don't know, it's kinda him already, so ten is tongue twisted. You have the knack for saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Disadvantage on all persuasion checks. There's no good thing that comes out of that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Wow. But that's kind of Rotan anyway, so it was like... It's actually like one of the only skills I'm good at is persuasion. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I understand. I think that makes sense. You're choosing gills over the saying the wrong thing, which sounds hilarious, actually. Because, like, Rotan, Rotan can really do a good charm offensive if he needs to. Okay, so here's the full list. Now, if you rolled a one, mortal enemy. You are hunted by a mortal enemy that you do not know and who could show up at any time for any reason. <laughs> That's amazing. Why couldn't I choose that one? <laughs> That's amazing. It was the one time you didn't roll a one. How, how would how would Rotan tell the difference between that person and like all of the <laughs> other people? It would basically be like you you get your Javert to your Valjean. Yeah. Somebody who pursues you to the ends of the okay. earth. <laughs> I still don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Suffice to say I had a lot of fun writing this. Okay. Number two, elementary. You gain an advantage on investigation checks, but are insufferably pedantic in explaining it. Disadvantage on persuasion. See, that I would take. <laughs> that's me in reality. Yes, that's literally <laughs> so a, like, without the... <laughs> Three, dazzling smile. Bonus on all persuasion slash performance checks, but your teeth glow in the dark. That's dope. That would also be good for the cat. <laughs> oh shit, I could have gone full treasure cat! Son of you a bitch! <laughs> Cast invisibility on myself, my teeth are the last thing to vanish. <laughs> yes. Four. Slippery when wet. All of your hair falls out, but you have advantage on resisting grapples or escaping. <laughs> Fuck, I dodged a huh. bullet there. That that's the one I would want her missed. Yeah. Miss oh, rolls that throws himself over the edge of the <laughs> the ramp. It's well, just just like a hairless sphinx cat walking around. No, I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> uh number five. Ah You now possess the ability to echolocate your immediate surroundings, but must scream to do so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> that would be great with my uh, circlet of booming. Six was Frogger was the you grow gills and become amphibious. Seven, fancy feet. You are now an incredible dancer. Eight, gummy. All of your teeth fall out but for two. Oh, that's cute. Player's choice. <laughs> thought it was going a different direction. I, I was picturing gummy with an eye. And so my brain was going, you know, bouncing here and there and everywhere. Ten was tongue twisted, uh, which we talked about. Eleven, windows to the soul. Your eyes change color. And then you would roll again on a separate table. And depending on what you rolled, you would get different types of vision. Infrared, ultraviolet, 
what is it, the heterochromatic, where your eyes are two different colors? I would take that one. That one sounds fun. Yeah, that one actually is not a bad one. Number 12, junk in the trunk. <laughs> you gain 20 pounds in your rear end, but you have advantage on being knocked prone. <laughs> but? <laughs> yes. 13, everybody knows your name. Upon meeting someone, they know who you are. Ooh. Oh, man. I like that effect. That's That could be... <laughs> Silly would hate it. Rotan would love it. <laughs> Rotan would love that. <laughs> okay. Uh, 14 was Eyes of the Eagle, which is what Trevor got. 15, Monkey C. You grow a prehensile tail. Ooh. Or if you were missed, your tail would just become prehensile. I want two tails. Uh, 16, Jabberjaw. You gain the ability to speak with animals, but they will not leave you alone and tell you all their problems. <laughs> I was going to make a character like that for Rotan's one-off interlude episode. <laughs> like a druid, the animals would not shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be useful, because then it's like food is just being delivered to you. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good combination with Mist's double hungry thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so 17, full of hot air. You can hold your breath for twice as long, but everyone thinks you're full of hot air. Disadvantage on persuasion checks, but advantage on performance checks. Ah. Okay, 18, iron belly. You lose the ability to taste, but are immune to poison. <laughs> turtle power. Once per day, you can grow a turtle shell, which acts as an invulnerability shield, so long as you remain prone. <laughs> The rest of the day, however, you move at half speed. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> and then 20 is lift me up. When falling, you sprout ethereal wings. You can glide great distances. That's really useful. Yeah. That well that yeah, that's that's why it was yeah. 20. But not as fun as any of the other ones, I think. No, no, no. Oh, so that was a homebrew item. I wasn't sure if you would like found that somewhere or not. No, no, no. That was uh, that was me at work one day, just coming up with weird things. 